Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 22nd of March as the Flyers are coming off a 6-3 win over the Florida Panthers. Flyers give up an early goal in the game. Just a minute 15 in. Great play. That sees Matthew Kachuk with a high tip. Gets it by Hart. But the Flyers really settled in after that. 4.43 into the first. How about Joel Farabee? Three goals in his last three games. One in each. Multi-point performance for Joel Farabee. He's coming alive. Be great to have him finish the year on a very good note. Noah Cates and Igor Zamula pick up the assist. Flyers tie it at one. We end the first period that way. 8.42 into the second. Travis Sanheim. Gets a great pass from Brendan Lemieux. He has thrown a couple of really good assists out there of late. One to Morgan Frost driving the far post on a rush. Uh, Pretty much from the wall is where Lemieux sent that pass from. And then in the game last night, a nice cross-ice pass to Travis Sanheim, who beats Alex Lyon and gives the Flyers the 2-1 lead. Later in the period of 14-17, it was the Panthers who tied it at 2. And then the Flyers exploded in the final 306 of the period. Scott Lawton gets a great stretch pass from Tony D'Angelo. Igor Zamula picks up an assist as well. He goes in on the breakaway all alone, ends up beating Alex Lyon. Then at 18.05, it's Travis Sanheim down on the doorstep, picks up his second goal of the game. Noah Cates and Joel Farabee pick up their second points of the game. And then at 18.55, it's Ivan Provorov who gets a great pass from Tyson Forster. Now we've known about Tyson Forster and a shooter. Boy, the playmaker in the hockey IQ, way better than we thought it would be. Morgan Frost also picks up an assist. So Flyers wrap up the second period with four goals in the period and a 5-2 lead. Then the uh, Florida Panthers get a power play goal from Sam Reinhardt at 13:49. They also had the goaltender pulled. So it was a 6-on-4, 5-3 the score there. And eventually Morgan Frost gets a really good pass from Tyson Forster to go in all alone on the empty net and gets the empty net goal, gives Flyers the 6-3 lead. Forster, right before that, blocks a shot and then gets the pass to Morgan Frost, and the Flyers skate off with a 6-3 win in the game. They get outshot in the game, 44-24. I remember for Friday's game against the Buffalo Sabres, Flyers got outshot 38-21 in that game. They won 5-2. They get outshot in this game, 44-24. They end up winning the game 6-3. That's hockey in a nutshell. As I say often, it is never about quantity when it comes to shots. It is about quality. And the expected goals model had this game pretty even between both teams when it came to expected goals. Not because of the shots totals were close, but because the quality opportunities were close. And the Flyers, frankly, did a better job of executing and finishing their offense and ended up with the 6-3 win. Now, multi-point performances in this game from several Flyers. Noah Cates, two assists. Nick De- Joel Farabee, a goal and an assist. Uh, Tyson Forster, two assists. He now has two multi-point performances in his last three games. Morgan Frost, goal and an assist. So you see all these multi-point performances. Travis Sanheim, another player. Not necessarily of the young, young, young core, but a young player. Uh, two goals in the game. Uh, Also, another goal from a defenseman in Ivan Provorov. Tony D'Angelo had a strong game. Made that great pass to Scott Lawton. Flyers are, and you're going to hear Torts use this term, we're starting to see the foundation of a young core and the development of a young core. And this is what we needed to see out of this year. This year was about finding out who's who and what's what. And we're starting to get some pretty definitive answers on some players. 
Now, Travis Sanheim, we'd love to see him finish this year strong. He won the Barry Ashby last year as the Flyers' top defenseman. And quite frankly, to this point in the season, he's been probably the biggest disappointment in the way he's performed you know, from game one to this moment. Love to see him finish the season strong. We know Joel Farabee scored 20 goals two years ago in 55 games. I think we all kind of know what Joel Farabee is as a player. I think we don't think that, hey, he got the contract, the money went to his head. I think we understand that he had a surgery in very late June, June 25th, that's very difficult to come back from, yet he's played every game this year and he's battled. Like to see him finish the season strong as well. And then we'll see if, obviously, if Sean Couturier is able to get back out before the season's over. Maybe Travis Konechny, although we saw great performances from Travis Konechny this season. But you're starting to see these elements of a young core. And again, they're not superstars. That's not, quote, high-end talent. But it's very important pieces. And I think Tyson Forster, now this is a very small sample size at the NHL level. But the hockey IQ that he's showing and, you know, the resilience in board battles, he's better in areas of the ice that I didn't think he'd be very good in at this point. And that's a great sign because he may be one of those players that was good in the American League, but turns out to be a much better NHL player than he was an AHL player. And frankly, we deserve it. And he's he's obviously got a great shot but he's got good hockey IQ. He defends well. He was out there when Florida had the goaltender pulled and the score is 5-3, to and they get one more and you're sweating it out. I mean, Torts is putting players in those positions to see how they react and how they handle the situation because wins and losses right now don't matter. But you see these elements with Noah Cates, Joel Farabee going forward, Tyson Forster, quite possibly Morgan Frost, And Owen Tippett, who's just been unbelievable lately, you're seeing all these elements of a good young core of players. That portends well. Again, you got to get the hard thing to get, which is the high-end talent. And, you know, you see where you fall in this year's draft and what you're able to accomplish there in the first round. Um, Eventually, when the time is right, you get into the high-end free agent game. That won't be this summer, not in my belief, just like it wasn't last summer with Johnny Gaudreau. But... You have that core of players, that young core uh, that you need in today's NHL. And Noah Cates is one of those guys that I called him during the radio broadcast, Baby Coots. You know, when Sean Couturier first came in the league, he's doing a lot of the same things Noah Cates is that Sean Couturier did early in his career. Take on a lot of heavy defensive responsibility, sacrifice the offensive end a little bit uh, to be that guy defensively but also make the players that you play with better because of the detail of your game. We're seeing that with Noah Cates. So with that said, I had a chance to catch up with Noah Cates after the Flyers' 6-3 win, after his multi-point performance, and here's that conversation. Uh, Joining us right now post-game is Flyers forward Noah Cates, two points in this game. Um, Talk about the combined effort of the entire group. This was a sum-of-the-parts win. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think down the stretch here, uh, that's what we're going to need, and... Uh, you know, to get it tonight and, um, you know, do it in front of our home crowd was, was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, it's kind of tough, tough part of the year. But if we keep playing like that, it'll be fun and roll in the next year. Talk about what the 15 games last year did for your training this year. How much did it help you? Oh, it was huge. I'm um, just learning, you know, from the guys and, and from the league uh, what to expect. So I uh, came in came in this year with an idea and 
um, kind of just knew how big of a grind it was going to be and uh, kind of down the stretch here that uh, that uh, learning experience has been huge for me so you got to be a pro every every day in this league and I think that uh, that start was big for me. Okay so you came in after four years of college so you come in a little more mature physically mentally and all of those things emotionally um, but you come into this league and you're, and you're starting to see like the score sheet tonight is littered with a young core of players. There's a bond that develops there. Do you kind of feel like that core is starting to come together? For sure. Uh, it's awesome to see. Um, kind of like you said, it took me a little more time to get here. But um, now that, you know, some of these young guys have arrived and are getting a good opportunity, it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, growing with them, uh, you know, hanging out with them and, and uh, kind of hoping, hoping for the future we can grow together and, and be a big part of this thing and turn it around. And you guys won't forget the years like a lot of this year has been, the struggles, and use that going forward. And almost when you get up to the top of the mountain, you say, remember that. And that's a way to appreciate it, isn't it? For sure. Uh, to make the good times sweeter. And, uh, you know, we, w- we won't be content if, uh, you know, we're, we're doing well because we know how quickly it can change uh, in this league and um, kind of, you know, in our, early in our careers like we're seeing right now. But uh, when, we, when we get going and we find our step, I think uh, this team can be really hard to beat, and uh, hopefully it's it's not too far down the road where, where we kind of are a team uh, a team that uh, it's hard to play against. And you know, every night uh, you know we're we're trying to win games and, and push for the playoffs. <clears throat> How much more comfortable do you feel at this time this year than you did basically at this time last year? I mean, your game you came in last year, you had some success, you put some points up, you had nine points in fifteen games. But this year you come in, you're an all situations player. You're out there in the toughest minutes. What does it the comfort level feel like difference wise? Um, yeah, definitely nice to, um, you know, get the get those opportunities and uh, you know be put in a lot of great spots to help this team win. Um, I think more of it's you know with the guys and and uh, with things like that, uh, just feeling more comfortable around the guys is is so important. Just kind of with your confidence and um, your overall play kind of comes from that. So um, you know can't complain about any of the guys or, or any of my opportunities this year, and uh, it's been it's been great for me. Last thing for you, Tyson Forster's out there at the end of the game. He makes that block shot. He's got really savvy hockey sense. Is he showing you something? For sure. Um, yeah, he's he's big. He's he's flying around out there, and um, like you said, a couple of big blocks uh, for for a guy that's you know known for a shot and offense. Um, that's huge. Um, that's that's uh, <clears throat> you know every every NHL player needs that. So, um, you know, even even if your stars are doing that stuff, uh, which which he surely will be one day, um, you know, that's huge, and that brings uh, everyone together and, uh, you know, kind of raises the standard for everyone on the team. KT, enjoy the win. Thanks for doing Thank this. Thank you. Great to catch up with Noah Cates after the game. Flyers 6-3 win. Two assists for Noah Cates in the game. Came in last year, had some instant success in 15 games, 15 or 16 games, had nine points. And this year has been a rock for John Tortorella, and Torts has put him in every different scenario and position uh, throughout this season. So thanks to Noah Cates for joining us. Let's get to the head coach right now, though, after the win. Here's John Tortorella addressing the media after the Flyers get a 6-3 win over the Florida Panthers. I thought uh, Carter, first period, third period. First off, I thought uh, Carter, first period, third period, uh, was just terrific. Uh, made some great saves at the end of the game when we decide to just stick handle into a corner instead of ending the game. Um, those minutes, uh, as far as getting three in a row, obviously is the difference. John, with the way this game started, them getting the early goal, taking the penalty, all those shots, this game could have gotten out of hand quickly. Was it, in your estimation, just Carter keeping you guys in? Yeah, we, the, the, we're giving up too many chances on the power play. That's where they, they rack up their shots, uh, although we had a huge kill. Uh, although I know they scored one second left, but to get out of that, two-man uh, with just one goal, and 
not them scoring early, and then they still have a power play was really important. Uh, Carter made some terrific saves with the penalty kill. Uh, uh, and then we answered. They don't score another one. We answered. That, that's the, at least in that sequence of the game early on, that was important for us to get going because it looked like we were, uh, we just looked a little lackadaisical. Getting scored on that early threw us. Um, so uh, big saves, and then we come back and score a goal was important. You mentioned previously that you already know that you guys are making the playoffs, but is this a lot of time for the younger guys Forster had two assists, Samola had two assists, Ross had two points. Is those kind of the benefits of what you're looking for over those last 13 games, especially against a playoff almost team? Yeah, they're, they're, the younger guys are being put in much many more positions uh, uh, to see what they can do. Uh, I thought Z, uh, I'm not sure what his, how assists come about, but just watching his game, I thought he had some really good puck poise. Uh, Tyson continues to impress. Block shot at the end, huge block shot. Uh, not turning pucks over in our end when he's getting pinched. He, he's done some real, other than, uh, you know, you can see his offensive skill, but the other parts of the game, uh, he's, it's been impressive. So uh, we have the power play with all the young kids on it, along with Tony. Um, so they're getting their opportunities, and a number of them are, are playing very well. All below the dots, two right the net. Is that something you need to see from these guys moving forward here? Just you want them up in the play. You want them being aggressive. Oh, especially with Sani. Sani was uh, the past couple of games uh, more the the third period of the last game and brought it into tonight uh, was more aggressive up the ice. Um, still working on Yorkie to do it more consistently. Yorkie Yorkie had some chances that were blocked. That's something. Uh, I think he's got to make quicker decisions as far as getting pucks off. He had some opportunities tonight; they were blocked. But we we continue to talk about it all the time as far as uh, as far as joining and staying in it. Um, so keep on trying. John, you mentioned uh, Forrester and how you eventually want to get him back to the Phantom for the playoff race. Is he making the decision pretty tough for you? No, no, because it, it it's it's too important. Um, it, it, it's such a it, it's such a great process if they do win some rounds down there for him to go there and go through that. that, that that's very important in his development. I don't know how much you knew about Brennan Lemieux before you got him in the trade, but uh, has he opened your eyes a little bit the way he's played? Uh, he, he's given us some good minutes. Uh, still has some things to learn uh, as far as coverages and, and stuff like that, but uh, he brings some energy. Uh, I think it's important w with a team uh, you know, out of it uh, to, ha to when some new energy came in into the team. I think he's brought that, made some good plays. Uh, yeah, so and, and that's why he's getting his ice time. He's played well. You said before that any goal can really crack things open for a player. Joel now has three straight. What is working for him right now? He's in front of the net. He's going to the, to the areas where he should be. Uh, he's getting some puck luck off his hip tonight. Uh, I don't know why either one of those guys just don't throw it in the net to make it 6-3. Uh, uh, I just don't know why. Um, but Joel's playing better, and he's being rewarded. He's in. There's a little bit of chemistry there with, with that line right now, um, and he's getting rewarded, getting him put in some really, uh, really good spots to try to prove himself. How big was your forecheck in the tournament? Not just the goal, but 
like in the sequence of the Sanhites first? Yeah, yeah, for, for not the whole period, for, uh, you know, like six or seven minutes there, I thought we forechecked well. Um, end up, uh, uh, you know, bang, 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 uh, where I, we really didn't have control of the game at that time. It's 2-2. But I just felt the whole night that we were teetering as far as what was going to happen. Um, and, and we just kind of, you know, we make some good plays. And it ended up being, that team scores a lot of goals, but they'll give up some too. And a uh, big part of our whole talk was trying to get them to play in their own end zone because they're a dangerous team in the other end. So we found a way to score some goals and we made it interesting, but we got through it. We, uh, when we talked to, to Danny a couple of Sundays ago, overarching plan. He basically said that we're going to be rebuilding, but we don't need to tear it down to the studs. That's not the plan. Mm -hmm. When you watch a game like this where so many young guys contribute, so many young guys are part of it, does that reassure you that there are foundational pieces here that you guys can, can build from? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it I think everybody thinks this season has been lost. We knew there was going to be pain this year. Uh, I, I respect our club. We stayed in it, competing uh, up to the break there, I think 50 games. I think we finally got the 500 before the break. I think that's what it was. Losing TK kicked the crap out of us. It's such a, he was such a catalyst for us, and we haven't found ourselves since. Past few games, we're beginning to score some goals. But having, I, I know no one likes being out like we are. But as an organization and, and, and coaches and management, we have to look at what's gone on within the season, forgetting about looking at the record. There has been some great development of our young guys. Some, our young guys have, uh, have done some really good things. Not all of them, but a, you know, a number of them that we consider, just what you're saying, the beginning of this new foundation of this team. And, and I've said it right from the get-go, and I'm not trying to overstep my bounds. I, I, I have a really good idea who the young guys are, that, that are going to start this foundation. But then we got to make some room around them. we got to make other spots available. And that's where the subtraction comes in. And it's not, a, it's not a criticism of the people that we end up subtracting. It's just how you do it. And it's not getting all draft picks, all assets, and trading. It. We, we, we're beginning to build a foundation. It's really encouraging to me. And I've said it many times with this kid, Tyson. Uh, you know. I, I try to, I'm, I'm trying to be careful, but each time I watch him, I say, man, it, it, there's a guy, there's another piece that maybe that falls into place next year for us. So that's how you go about it. And then you backfill, not the big names, you backfill with some other veteran guys that can help us stay competitive as we keep on growing our kids. There he is, Flyers head coach John Tortorella, very pleased with his team's performance and very pleased with his goaltender's performance. That's one thing that sometimes you can get lost in. You see all these multi-point performances in the game. Boy, Carter Hart made some good saves. When that game's 5-3, about 60 seconds later, the Panthers go down and Connor Verhage has got a, a grade A scoring chance on a cross-ice pass, east-west pass in the offensive zone, and he gets a perfect shot off low just inside the post, and somehow... Carter gets his right pad over, explodes off the left leg, and makes a tremendous, tremendous right pad save. Carter made big saves when he had to in this game, and he's another reason why they get the win. So, uh, good performance by the Flyers. Next up, Minnesota Wild on Thursday at 6.30. Mark that down, 6.30. Weird start time. Um, so, it'll be a 6.30 puck drop. 
coming up on Thursday against Minnesota as the homestand continues. And the Flyers get a 6-3 win yesterday over the Florida Panthers. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Flyers Daily. We'll be back tomorrow. Brendan Lemieux will be our guest on tomorrow's edition of Flyers Daily. Another good performance out of Brendan Lemieux and getting a ton of opportunity here with the Flyers. We'll talk to him, and uh, you'll hear that tomorrow on a brand-new episode of Flyers Daily. I got my first real six-string Bought it at the five and done Played it till my fingers bled